0: What is up, my gaggle of geeks? Welcome to this episode of Gaggle Geeks, where we're going to be talking about a bevy of things. We've got the Extraction review. We've got a little bit of talk about HBO Max that's coming out really quickly in May, as well as just some uh, schedule changes because every movie is doing that quarantine shuffle, that corona shuffle. Here to do that dance with me. Chaz, welcome to the show. Ooh. We can add sound effects now to this shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> How has your week been, my friend?
1: Oh, it's been very quarantine heavy. <laughs> yes. How's your week been? Uh, I mean, I think,
0: uh, I think most everybody is like half of everybody is just n- doesn't care anymore. Right. Right completely indifferent to everything. The other half is just trying to not die. I think, you know what I mean? Yeah. No one's, I don't think anybody's really trying to like now tell people how stupid they are. It's a lot more of like self protection. Just like you do whatever you want at this point, you know, Where it's like, have at the, but me and my own are going to stay here. Cause you guys are nuts. Yeah, we had somebody uh, um, when my wife was walking the dog. Some guy yelled a comment about wearing the mask. Like him and this kid, he was like, "And that's why we don't yell uh, wear masks like really loud next to her." Strange, strange times. Strange to be like making fun of people being protective, like. It's like half the country became like middle school bullies or elementary school bullies. like You wear a helmet when you ride your bike.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's weird. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't like it.
0: (laughs) It's a weird, it's a weird world. It's a weird
1: time to be alive. What's
0: great about this time though, is that it does not mean that we're missing out on content. Sure, there is the release date uh, Corona shuffle, but... We got to have a look at a new film and let's go ahead and just jump right into the review. We're talking Chris Hemsworth uh, in Extraction, written by Joe Russo. And uh, this is based off a graphic novel, Que Dad, which I know nothing about. And we got to see this film today. Um, it just dropped this morning. It, it's very much like an action-packed uh, action movie. Like I would say this is the, the most Chris Hemsworth has been like an action star in any film rather than just being Thor. You had a chance to see it though, Chaz, what did you think?
1: Um, no, I thought, I like seeing Chris Hemsworth take, take on different roles that aren't um, Disney related, like superhero related. But I also appreciate the fact that they didn't focus on, because like a lot of like a lot of movies will focus on like these actors who are like that ripped, you know, like have like shirtless scenes and all that. And like this one didn't sexualize him at all. Like he's just a complete badass. Yeah. There wasn't
0: any, like, let's do a quick shot of him showering before he starts starts into
1: the battle. Yeah, yeah, there, there's like no, there's no cheesiness, and or when,
0: or when like those convenient plot things where like we're giving you the mission right now, and he's just conveniently just ripping his clothes off and getting stuff on. He's like, I've been there before. Yeah, <laughs> you like, do well, have some of those cheesy scenes, but it's yeah. n- not like let's go nudity.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I think he's a talented guy, like I'm excited to see what he, what else he does.
0: I liked, I liked this film. I'm going to be honest. It's not, it's like, it's nowhere near like a perfect film, but it's a fun little action film with some flaws and, and you've touched on it before we started this with the writing. So I'm going to let you handle most of that. And I'll talk about some of the good because the the first thing that stuck out to me personally was the action. I think this is some of the best action that we're going to get this year. I don't think there's, yeah. honestly, there will not be a film that will be out this year that will have this much action in it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think the action is top notch. There's like a take in there that's like a one take. Yes,
0: yeah, so it's a 10 minute one take. And this is, it starts as a car chase and eventually leads into more hand to hand combat. But the camera work is insane in it. Like they, they're panning from probably a guy on a motorcycle holding a camera. Uh, to him handing it off to somebody that's been hiding underneath the backseat of a car that yeah. just did like a tailspin around another car and he catches the camera in there, throws it out, someone else catches it and is just running with him again. I'm sure there's a lot of like stitched together stuff, but man, that was those kind of scenes with action heavy stuff are so fun to me.
1: Yeah, it, it kind of reminded me a lot of like the uh, uh, foreign films like Raid and Raid 2. Oh, totally. I could totally see like, that for the, the, raid the camera work in that is so especially intense. Especially that prison scene. Yeah, and so intense and long takes and very well choreographed. And this movie had the same level of intensity. It's intense.
0: Yeah. It's intense for sure. And it, it's got a pretty simple plot. Uh, Tyler Rake is the character Chris Hemsworth is playing. He's a black market mercenary. He's embarking on this uh, deadly extraction um he's enlisted to rescue a kidnapped son of this imprisoned international crime lord and uh, and the, it's really just him going in and getting that that son and uh deal goes bad bang bang boom boom uh, there there's not too much to it and I, and i think they did a lot with a simple story like that
1: more or less yeah
0: but it, whether it was written the right way chaz <laughs> we'll have to find out what do you think
1: uh i think so for me personally, they try to give Chris Hemsworth character so much depth and it came off as the most two-dimensional character ever. Mm. And then I've, that'd have been okay because like he's always shooting people. So like, there's not much to give anyway, but like we didn't even see any humanity in the kid either. And the plot devices that were used were so predictable. Like the moment, you know, somebody comes on screen, like a certain somebody it's like, Oh, like I know where this is going to go. And of course, it plays out exactly as you'd expect, and so the whole the the way it ended, like I'm not gonna spoil it, but like I just I don't feel like it was well deserved in that way. So
0: it definitely does rely on a lot of tropes for like action films, and maybe the comic does that as well. And they were and they were keeping true to it, and and there was some type of twist or something like that. But
1: yeah, uh, I didn't know I didn't know that this was based off a comic, so.
0: Yeah, well Joe Russo from what we from what I understand uh, between Anthony and Joe, he is more of the comic loving side of that director team and yeah. Anthony's more of like getting the shots or whatever they're working on. Um I I think there's the, I guess the only if there's any flaws to me, sure it's it's cheesy, but I also really like Bad Boys for Life and that thing was so damn cheesy that I can't really knock this either. Um yeah, he's got a lot of one-liners, um, and and there's not a lot of depth within within the characters' interactions. They try to do it, but but it ends up being kind of boring between each uh, action scene. But you get to see Chris Hemsworth slap the shit out of a lot of kids in this. <laughs> like this, this is this is John Wick if if uh, an eight-year-old killed the dog. and he just like walked in just start slapping the shit out of a ton of kids some daycare
1: (laughs) no i agree with that and i think the the cinematography and the music are definitely worth mentioning and like the performances weren't bad either i mean the performances were are were pretty fine but for me really it's just the writing that took me out and like halfway through i'm like I, i i don't know like by the end i was just asking what the point even was
0: Mm. i think uh chris hemsworth it was a good little like start for i wonder if this is from their production company that they just started um because they they the russo brothers just uh, started a new production company i think this might be one of the first films from it and so it might be kind of their their starter for it you know how uh, robert Downey jr did the judge when he started his production company back then um but it does prove to me that Chris Hemsworth can be way more than just Thor. And I, I had a very specific thought. Why haven't we done anything with Crocodile Dundee?
1: That's such an old movie. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> it's such an old movie. Exactly. And the more I kept listening to Chris Hemsworth, the more I kept thinking, his comedic chops and and his ability to do really great action shots like this. Imagine – a world where we have john wick style action but with like deadpool style comedy but it's crocodile dundee
1: i, I haven't seen that movie in forever so like, have i haven't seen it
0: either that? but i got the I, I get the gist you know that that's a knife i get that <laughs> i want to see chris hemsworth doing that is what i'm saying i think it would work
1: do you think chris hemsworth could ever pull off a role of being a dad Hasn't he already? I, I don't know. Is it I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Should we look at his filmography real quick?
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll go through this. What if that's what Thor
1: Love and Thunder is about?
0: Thor, your father!
1: Dude, what would Thor's son be? Is there, is there a Thor's son? I don't know.
0: That's a good question.
1: Rush, Black Hat, Huntsman, Ghostbusters.
0: Rush? Maybe he had a kid. I don't know.
1: Doctor Strange. Rush. Bad Times at the El Royale.
0: Maybe... Oh, I seem to remember... Oh, okay. We're about to kick ourselves in the tit. You ready for this? He fucking birthed uh, Captain Kirk, goddammit, in Star Trek. (laughs) What's wrong with us? Oh, my... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, nope, that was the wrong one. We're not proud. We're not proud of ourselves. No. That was we we messed it up.
1: It was the No. Wor- no. Oh, rest in peace. <laughs> all right, I'm done. there there goes our <laughs> that goes all our credits. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hashtag film twitter on this. God damn it.
1: I don't know. That's our freak out okay. for the day. But but to be fair, some some people of that fan base will say, well, that movie sucked anyway, so hell yeah, shit on it all you want, bro. I don't believe that, by the way. I
0: don't think this sucked.
1: I don't think that uh, this sucked at all.
0: In a world where beggars can't be choosers, take what you can get. Dude, this was this- a pretty decent action film I'm not t- saying for you specifically Chaz I saw that look
1: I mean, no, I'm, sa- I'm <laughs> saying if, if this is yes! the that we're going to get all of 2020 I'm going to be so disappointed because we have all these great blockbusters lined up but because of the coronavirus who knows if we're going to be seeing them this year at all
0: there's a chance for some and honestly there's a chance for some uh, like studios are not going to let the films that were already there just to make a quick buck not try to make their money's worth. I, I think Marvel is holding on to their properties specifically because probably Black Widow has a lot of tie-ins and it's bigger than people think. I saw this film theory thing about um, Black Widow maybe tying up into uh, introducing the Dark Avengers.
1: What's
0: that? So, uh, it's, or or I guess the Thunderbolts, I guess is what they're named. Uh, explain thunder. That,
1: explain that to me like I'm five.
0: So the Thunderbolts are like, uh, did you watch The Boys?
1: Yes, yes, I did, actually. It's,
0: uh, the Thunderbolts are the equivalent of The Boys, like the, the superhero group, whatever that justice society is, where they're pretending that they're good, but they do stupid shit and fucked up shit. Okay. So like, and, it, and it's uh, from Thunderbolt Ross. So the guy that's been from Incredible Hulk, Civil War, he's been around. He becomes Red Hulk in it. And in Black Widow, he's featured in the film. Um, the company that makes Red Hulk, apparently there's something in the trailer that shows that that company is involved. There's a few things. I won't spoil too much because I, if it turns out to be true, like in there's a black widow fan that's been waiting for decades and I just ruined it for them. I'm sorry. But I think that's a a interesting idea. The smaller budget stuff though, they have to, they have to get a profit off of it. That's why they released trolls world tour. You know, we're going to see that kind of stuff. But Netflix, we have no idea what they've done. They could have a ton ready. A lot of streaming services, possibly, that were already going to release their things. Like the Sundance films are going to premiere. I am assuming.
1: Yeah, okay, didn't uh, Southwest Southwest try to cut kind a of deal with Amazon?
0: They did. No, they did have a deal yeah. where they were premiering some of their uh, features.
1: Um, Southwest Amazon because i because i know so, a lot of the filmmakers actually had issues with that too um because it's just going no through streaming on a small yeah. screen
0: yeah. gotcha i just look i get both sides of the argument but i'm i'm going as purely a selfish consumer just give me the shit you know what i mean like i think people i think the the first studio needs to be bold enough to put out a big release. And maybe make it pretty expensive. That's the only thing that's going to suck for us, though—the individual people that are wanting to review this kind of stuff will be shelling out a lot more money rather than like just a regular movie ticket to go see it. But for a family value, if they could, you know, release a a big property for fifty bucks and you get to keep it, people would do it.
1: They would. That's my issue, though. Is like. Because I was talking to you about that, like when I was watching the hunt, how it's twenty bucks to rent for two days. You're not gonna guarantee guaranteed to like it, but like that twenty bucks for one person is a crap ton of money. Because here in Utah, it's only like what seven twenty five, nine twenty five, or whatever, mm-hmm. give or take. So it it sucks. I feel like there should be a workaround somehow.
0: Maybe there will be. I mean, we do have a lot of more content that's coming, and I guess let's close out our extraction because we kind of went on a tangent on this shit. So, okay, so extraction. What is your final word on it, and what is your rating?
1: Um, I wish I could have extracted myself out of it in the middle of the movie. Jesus Christ, Chaz, God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no judgment. It's okay if you didn't like it. That's fine. I, th- if I'm being honest. I really was bored through a lot of the parts where they were just getting from one place to another, as far as getting to the action scenes. yeah, I, I didn't care about the story too much. I didn't care about the characters. I like Chris Hemsworth as a badass action hero. And that's what sold this movie for me and the action itself. I, I, I'm a fan of the one takes and, and when you can do it well, like this film did for some of his action stuff, it's worth it for me. I would give it a six out of 10.
1: Okay. So two two and a half out of five and six out of ten.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair in some ways. But that's you guys original. tell us what do you think about extraction? Whatever your thoughts are, leave a comment down below. If you haven't seen it yet, are you gonna check it out over the weekend? Or if not, what what are some of the contents that you watch? Let us know either way. And with that, we move on to the next story where HBO Max has finally unleashed the beast and uh, at basically have said in May, May 5th, we're gonna be getting the, everything to the max with HBO. What exactly does that mean? Well, I'm gonna tell you some of it. You're gonna get not only all of the regular HBO content like Westworld, Last Week Tonight, Veep, you're also gonna get Studio Ghibli films that have never been released for streaming in the US before. You're going to get The Hobbit, The Lord of the Rings, The Matrix, the Lego movies, though there is a new side story with that that we'll address later if you can remind me. Um, DC Films, all of that will be there. Uh, there's going to be newer films that are going to be coming out. They're making a Shining film, uh, a Shining TV series, uh, new DC titles like Green Lantern, um, DC Superhero High, a half-hour comedy from Elizabeth Banks that, uh We'll focus on a group of students at a boarding school for gifted kids. A lot of J.J. Abrams stuff from that big deal that they've got. The Boondocks. They, when, you, when you realize how much Time Warner owns, it's pretty staggering the things that they're going to have on this. Uh, Chaz, uh, if you've not gotten a chance to look at it before, have any of the titles I've given enticed you?
1: The Shining One. I'm it's curious... supposed to be
0: a prequel series.
1: Yeah, I don't... I... Honestly, I don't know how to feel about that, but, like, I'll give that a shot. Because I thought, I, th- I think The Shining's great, and I think Doctor Sleep was a good sequel. But Are
0: you a fan of Friends? Do you like Friends? I love Friends. Yeah, I'm looking you love at friends? At friends? Oh, my friends. God. I've got something for you, then. Friends a reunion special. What? An unscripted reunion motherfucking special.
1: <laughs> to Are be honest, I hate Friends, Seinfeld but too? still.
0: <laughs> What else? Uh, the Not Too Late show with Elmo.
1: Oh, my favorite.
0: <laughs> I, I'll i watch it. I'll watch an episode. Uh, let's see. Uh, sci-fi epic raised by wolves from Ridley Scott. Uh, we got Amy Schumer doing something. Uh, we've got... Doom Patrol, new original episodes from that. So they're, they're really making up more things like that. But the thing that I'm most interested in, honestly, and I know you'll bring it up later on with, with more DC stuff with the Snyder Cut, is this uh, Green Lantern series coming from Greg Berlanti that's uh, supposed to have all of the uh, all of the Green Lanterns. What do you think about that? Um,
1: I'm not a huge fan of DC, so I, I couldn't care less, honestly. I know. I know. Well, that's that. Like I have even watched the uh TV show for Watchmen yet.
0: Um uh, Mindy Kaling is doing something, Issa Rae is doing something. Um let's see Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon is in every single streaming service lately. Apple uh Hulu, she's in a, she's in them all. Um uh, Melissa McCarthy's got something.
1: They've got a lot of stuff in this. Are you gonna get this?
0: Like are you do you have HBO?
1: I have HBO now, so I'm gonna be upgraded to this automatically.
0: You'll be upgraded automatically. Nice. What do you think is gonna be the the big selling factor for people that maybe didn't want HBO to begin with and might go to this now?
1: Um well, like you said, all the shows that are owned by is it time warner you said? Mm Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, if all those shows go to that streaming service specifically, not Netflix or Hulu. That's kind of like what CBS has done with the CBS All Access. That's what Netflix has done with the Netflix Originals, Hulu Originals. Pretty we're gonna be seeing HBO Originals, you know, oh, yeah, which totally. we already do. But I mean, for like more primetime TV shows that are owned by Time Warner, for for example, like they're all gonna to jump to that platform instead. So mm, gotcha. Do you uh,
0: do you suspect any? like big standout thing. Because I'm not I don't know. Well, let's talk Snyder Cut. Damn it. Do you oh, think God. they're gonna
1: bring it in? Yeah it's gonna be the secret release. It's not. It's gonna be it's gonna be the Here's prime the thing. it's gonna be the prime content at 12 o'clock at night when this whole platform was launched.
0: If if they if they had put this release out and also <laughs> said that you will be getting some surprise content from other creators such as Zack Snyder. Something to that extent, maybe even not have said anything, but the fact that like, not only have they said it's not likely still, but Snyder still is insisting with all these screen grabs, we know he's got a cut. I think we all know he's got a cut, but it's not finished. And I don't think the company wants to put money into the stuff that he wants to work on.
1: I don't know. There's there's they want they
0: war. want a property that's gonna give them money. Justice League has cost them so much fucking money so far. They just don't wanna they don't wanna put more money into
1: it. Yeah, and there's there's actually a Twitter war right now between not between these two people, but like Twitter users are trying to start something between Zack Snyder and James Gunn. Really? Why? Because they James seem Gunn's to be... taking on Suicide Squad too. But and what's he, his problem with he just made a comment saying that he wants to subvert some roles and include more uh, female roles in there, and not sexualize them. And then so all these fans are starting to point at Zack Snyder. And so I think it's funny because like Zack Snyder and James Gunn have worked directly with each other, like J- like Zack Snyder. I'm just weird. Where's, what, the, where's
0: the connection to Zack Snyder though? He didn't sexualize Harley Quinn. No, he, like he, he wasn't not. even involved in Suicide Squad. Why is he involved? I have no idea. I'm, I'm it's so you, confusing. Josh Whedon did those up shots. Like it's, it's, go it's talk to Twitter. him. <laughs> oh my god, Twitter! You got so many better things to deal with. That's Jesus Christ. Weird. Well, I don't think it will happen. I think if there is any potential for anything, maybe there's a documentary that was made. Maybe. It's a documentary in the hopes that maybe the documentary will generate enough interest to warrant finishing the cut.
1: What if it's a documentary of Zack Snyder sitting at his computer, reading all the comments on the Snyder cut, and then he, he's out to make it, but then in the end he says, no, nah, I was just trolling, and then it ends.
0: <laughs> or it's just him combing through every detective comic to find whether Batman killed someone or not and going, see? Look at it!
1: <laughs> Martha!
0: <laughs> it's not that we don't get it, Zach. It's that it's stupid. Honestly, that's what it is. It's not that we don't get the Martha thing. It's that it's a dumb reason. Touche, man. Touchey. Tushy. 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 I guess that's all we've got for HBO Max. I mean, Looney Tunes is going to be in there. They really have everything over there. Um,
1: Called Jokers.
0: And and we'll be added into it. So we, of course, are going to do a review of of the stuff that we see on it when that is released on May 5th. Uh, Actually, launching May 27th. That's a good distinction. Launch May 27th with programs, licensed hits, and exclusive originals. The ones not delayed by coronavirus, of course.
1: Do you think they're going to come out with the original content right away then?
0: From what they're saying, they've got a couple of things already in, in the pipe.
1: So, so, because, so Apple has their own streaming service, right? Yes. Netflix has theirs. Fandango bought Voodoo. That's news. I don't know if that's okay. spectacular news, but that's news. Hmm. That's where I watch my stuff is Voodoo. Yep. Um, Same here. So we got CBS All access, we have Shutter, we have Hulu. Are we missing Showtime? Are we we missing stuff? Amazon Prime? Mm. Crackle. Crackle. I I just wonder I wonder how much stuff is actually gonna be shifted because of who owns what and like all these rights.
0: I don't know. I, well, I think that's the thing. We'll see how much uh, property Time Warner already has, though they don't have to deal with the rights or anything like that. It's like, bam, 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 bam. Mm-hmm. Have you watched Ninety Day Fiance yet, or have you ever seen it, or before no. the ninety days? No. Well, that's what I want to talk about today. That's what—that's our main story. Because why okay, the hell not? I love this show, Chaz. I love it so much. Okay, I love it more than I love some relatives. Do you love it more than you love Natalie? We both would divorce each other for the show. I think <laughs> I think we both would mutually go for it. But <laughs> what makes let's, it so great, though? What What do you know about Ninety Day Fiance? First, it's like The Bachelor. <laughs> okay, well that that's a good starting point, I suppose. So, Ninety Day Fiance is a the plot goes as such. There's two two to seventy different shows for Ninety Day Fiance. The first original one was where a uh, fish out of water person that they met online from Ukraine uh, comes to the U.S. and they experience what life would be like for the first ninety days, and, and at the end they decide whether they want they want to get a visa and stay in the U.S or call it quits. And they're basically like engulfed in this first world country. They're from third world countries and they're indoctrinated into these crazy families. Some are like super religious, some are rednecks and and just, you see Americans with, with these people and it's like, ah, this is crazy. And they're super stressful people too. Like um, a lot of weird stuff happens, but I've not watched a lot of that one, but 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days is where people need to listen the fuck up and go and watch this shit. Because it's the switch that makes it so much better to have an American go to a third world country. Because they had met somebody online from like uh, the Philippines or from <laughs> from somewhere in Brazil. And so they're they're going to this third world country. And, uh, or like this, like a small little uh, culture in like South Africa or something, and trying to, (laughs) trying to like have a relationship with them. And they are so out of their depth when it comes to first world problems, like living in those worlds and those environments. And they're just, they're the worst people you could possibly think of. We're gonna put up clips of these people. And I hope that you've pulled up something while I've been talking about this so you could see who some of these people are. Um, there's been so many memes going around for one specific character that I have to look up. Honestly, he looks like, he looks like Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. That, that's the best way I could describe him. Uh, he has zero neck. He looks like his neck just melted down into his collar. Um, now, let's see.
1: Oh, is this, Dude, that guy looks like a mafia boss if it's the same one.
0: I hope not. <laughs> oh my Let's God. see.
1: Who are these people? Let's <laughs> go to the
0: characters. And
1: in something- each
0: each season, so far there's about four seasons of Before the Ninety Days. I recommend everybody go and check these out. Because, honestly, it's content that lasts a very long time, first of all. You get about two to three hours an episode for the first couple seasons. And it's just, you can just make a nice dinner. You can hang out. You can do whatever you want while watching just the craziest shit coming onto your screen. There's one, two people in particular. um, Let's see. Where uh, he goes down to to this country um, and, and he's very, very shifty from the beginning. And most all of the male Americans that are coming over to the countries, it turns out they have some type of criminal record. It always gets revealed at some point that there's a criminal record, um, either like they sold drugs or in this case, this guy set someone's house on fire that turned out to be their ex-wife and he like slashed their tires and stuff. And he still lives with his mom and <laughs> this girl that he's meeting is drop dead gorgeous like drop dead gorgeous and he's the frumpiest motherfucker and he goes and meets her and <laughs> makes her take an S- STD chat test cuz he doesn't trust her um he at one point abandons her somebody with a machete runs up to her live on camera robs her and then almost cuts her and then sprints off again it's insane and it's wonderful it's beautiful
1: is this on Hulu? Or how are you watching it?
0: <laughs> you can, you can watch it. I believe on Hulu. You can also watch it. Um, if you have YouTube TV, they have the seasons and uh, just from the, the learning channel um, app as well. I want to do coverage of this. I'm going to be honest. It's, it's one of my favorite things that I watch. I do impressions of these motherfuckers. Like, um, the the two people that had it out the most. And this lady has traveled on to different seasons. Her name is Darcy. Uh, She likes her European men. And the first couple that she has, it's Darcy and Jesse. And they automatically just hate each other from the beginning. Like they have this fake, uh, I'm I'm gonna do my voice for him. Oh, hey Darcy, it's very nice. He's very Tommy Wiseau. He's like, oh, hi Darcy. And, And Darcy has these kids already. And she just wants to make a baby with him. She's 52 and he's like 22. And like, he's introducing her to his parents. And they're like, how old are you? Why do you want our son? And it's like, it's okay. She's very mature and I, I like mature women. And, and she's like, what are you gonna propose to me? And she's super drunk on wine. It was, it, it was a love that lasted two full seasons. And when they do the recap shows, when they bring the people back together, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll maybe check it out.
0: <laughs> no, not maybe. I, I'm not going to. I've sold everybody on this. If you have a TV set, go and check out Before the 90 Days because I'm going to be talking about it more. I think, I think so. Yeah.
1: Before There's just so many
0: characters to talk about, especially in season four. That one dude is just insane.
1: Can big Ed trust Rose?
0: Uh, his name's uh, yeah. Ed, Ed and Rosemary. So Ed is the same age as Rosemary's father. And he, he's come down to the Philippines. To, I know. That's what's amazing about this shit. Um, he's coming down to the Philippines. And so they're living in this crazy place where he has to, like, shower from a bucket with a ladle and spoon. And, like, it's like watching Chris Farley try to give himself a shower. It's hilarious. Oh it's so great. And and he's living with the pigs. And he's just like, I don't think I can be here anymore. And he goes to his to the dad and finally gets her away in this last episode, and they go to a hel- hotel or something. But then he's like giving her these things. Like he, first he gives her this nice outfit, then he gives her this super scavy like um, like a shoestring outfit for sexy yeah. time, and then he hands her a toothbrush, and he says, "Your breath stinks." <laughs> <laughs> and he says you breath stunk from the time I got off the plane until now. You needed, and and he was trying to do it in the most politely dickish way, you know, where he's like, I just think you, it, when you get diseases in your mouth, it goes into your heart, and you could die from that. And she, she's like, I have an ulcer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's
1: so many crazy moments that's like the first five minutes Dude, the, fir- <laughs> the first comment on this YouTube though is really this guy is trying to act like Tom Cruise level but forgetting he is sh- just Shrek one level
0: oh it's Tommy Wiseau it's, he's totally Tommy Wiseau he loves his hair and she loves his hair too Um, well, who else can I talk to you about we've got uh, us see yeah Darcy's still involved she's been in there for a very long time uh, the last season, though. Let's see if we can find that. Actually, it wasn't the last season, but it was this couple. It this woman is insane. A lot of the women that are middle aged from America coming to these areas are going to Nigeria because yeah. they literally are getting Nigerian print emails that they're responding to. Okay. And so this person, the uh, she first thinks she's meeting like this really hot dude, chiseled abs, stunning features, all that shit. Uh, come to find out she was being scammed by someone who was just this dude from India. She thought she was talking to somebody from Europe, but it turns out to be some like crank caller from India, but it turns out that guy likes her now. And he came clean and was like, I, yeah, it was a fake thing. and I was trying to scam me, but now I, I like you. And she said, okay, do it. And so she decides to go down and she gets, um, and she moves down. She sells everything, her house, everything. And once um, she gets there, he's being really fidgety. Like she can only stay in, in, the ha- in the apartment and he has to leave because his parents super don't approve and are super angry about it. And then, it, and then um, they keep doing this back and forth. And you keep wondering like, why the fuck isn't he doing anything? And, and why aren't they like a couple, like he's just leaving all the time. Then come to find out, can you guess what it is? He's married. He's married.
1: <laughs>
0: Holy shit. The show is crazy. Like there's so many twists and turns. It's, it's comedic gold. I'm sure this is how stand up comics get their stuff by watching shit like this. And then just, I was at the store the other day and this person and just taking that story.
1: Dude. But like these people are so stupid.
0: <laughs> no, some are stupid. It's really interesting because some couples make it like you can tell that they like each other and that it works out. Right. Some couples though are fucking crazy and it's those couples that are really fun and, and then getting them all together in a room and having them fight it out is even better because like they're, they don't have their significant others with them. They have them up on a monitor next to them like a skype display and the host just talks shit
1: <laughs> like... <laughs> oh my gosh
0: it's know, a good I'll,
1: one i'll see if i can find it on hulu and give a couple episodes to watch
0: that is my pitch to you do you have any recommendations for anybody Chaz? i don't know why i turned into this but it's turning into this what do you got for people
1: um i've just been rewatching community now on
0: netflix what
1: season i am on season Three, I think. Alright, give give the people
0: a pitch for why community is is the show for them.
1: Community is great because it's very meta in the sense that these characters are almost self-aware. Sorry, no beeping. Ghost? That was weird. Um no, so these characters are really uh kind of self-meta and like the the writing for each episode is very smart and like they copy tropes from other tv shows and movies genres and try to apply it just to like a 20 minute time frame and like they have one episode where it's them paintballing the whole thing so it's it's fun it's endearing these characters are great like each character is very well developed and it's just overall funny and yeah i I really enjoyed it if i could echo in i would
0: say it's got most of the comedians that are big now started here
1: yeah, and Dan, Dan Harmon created the show. So if you've watched Rick and Morty, Dan Harmon started the show. So. And
0: uh, Russo Brothers directed yep, that paintball episode. Did it,
1: yep.
0: So if you even like that shit, this is where they got them from. And funny enough, they're all, uh, or a couple of them, Abed is uh, cameoed in Winter Soldier. And um, shit, Ken Jeong is in Endgame as a security guard in the van with the rat.
1: Yep, and... It's fun. I, I, I really love it. The, the, the season, it's season five. Um, I don't remember what episode it is, but Obed convinced me that Nicolas Cage is a great actor.
0: You've sent me that. That will be the link of the day because we're now doing that. The link of the okay. day will be in the description down I'm so below. Sad. Before we go, let me go ahead and do a quick plug, because we've got merchandise, people. We've got shirts to sell. We have a Patreon account. We've got a Ko-fi account. We've got all ways that you can try to support the channel. We're trying to make it big on this, and we're small chickens right now. Small little geese that are just trying to get, it and get through this pond that is life, but we're trying to get through it with you guys, and we want you all to join in with us. If you don't mind, please go over to iTunes, rate and review us. Go over to YouTube, subscribe, check out all of our stuff. Make sure to check out Chaz at your boy, Chaz A. Plug in you for that one already, my boy. And we will uh, send you pizza. I don't know. Just keep on supporting. Thank you for checking us out. And we will see you at the next review.